Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Between Two, uh, be, um, two Thumbs Undecided. Between Two Ferns, yeah. Produced by Scott Ackerman. Not our show, but yes. Between Two Ferns. Uh, Scott Ackerman, I respect the heck out of that guy. Yeah, if Scott Ackerman is listening to this or have ever listened to this, please invite us to if Earwolf. He, if Scott Ackerman is listening... Right now, because this is live. We only have it. my... When I was it. trying to do a... I was going to do like a um, a parody of uh, Forrest Gump. <laughs> where it's like, God is Ew. listening. <laughs> bless my... St- crippled ass i forget what he says after that i crippled ass yeah something like that so like if scott ackerman is listening have you listened to the most you hear what i said have you been listening to his podcast rem the are you talking rem to me remy or whatever i listened to the first one the first episode oh what and i don't know yeah yeah you've only listened to the first one yeah i mean i think it's okay I, i i'm not um I don't think it's as great as as other stuff. Actually, a... a podcast. No, I'm a fan. I'm just not that big of a fan. Actually, a podcast I would recommend to our viewers if they like comedy is a podcast called Improv for You. That's also by a Matt wolf. Besser. Yeah, I think I'm just exclusively an earwolf kind of guy. Well, I can't think uh, of any other major podcast thing besides like public radio. And Earwolf. Like Oh, Earwolf's- you know, there's there's a ton of... The, there's um, Welcome to the Night Vale, uh, Two Broke Girls... Uh, yeah, but that's on Earwolf, isn't it? Is it? Pretty sure Two Broke Girls is on Earwolf. Well, Welcome to the Night Vale is not on... Uh, oh, and what about that one podcast? Oh, and NPR. Serial. Yeah, that's on NPR or something. Serial's like the number one podcast ever, and it's I don't think it's on Earwolf. You know, people keep saying that, and I don't think it's... I mean, it was. it's okay. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. It's on... It's provided by WBEZ, so... That's crazy. I don't even know what that is. So. Yeah, I don't know what that is either, so whatever. Uh, but wow... Yeah, it's another like public radio um, station though. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, see, Earwolf, also, I know all about. Yeah, Earwolf was great. Scott Ackerman, if you're listening, uh, let us know. On. Have us on. I'm all, doing all of your shows. I, I'm in an improv class uh, at the moment, so that counts. Oh, shout that out counts. to uh, our that uh, shout out to Arcade Fire uh, Comedy Theater. Yeah. Yeah, Why? yeah. Shout out to Arcade Fire, good band. <laughs> shout All right, out we to did. Arcade oh. Fire. It's like that one scene from uh, um, Eric Andre show where he's just like, "Shout out to <laughs> Cameron Diaz." To uh, wait, yeah. have you ever seen that and scene? He just starts. To... Yeah, and he throws up, and like, then the girl like yeah, runs he throws away. Throws up, and the girl. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Except I will say, and this should go into um, maybe this is more review at the end. But uh, I've been seeing a lot of that show, uh, Disenchantment. Yeah, he wrote that, right? Or something? No, no, Eric Andre is in it. And it's just so weird to see Eric Andre in a scripted show, like a, without him doing really random. And it's not, a, uh, no offense, actually offense to the show, but it's not even that, like, 
bizarre script. Like, his character, in my opinion, is very cut and dry. It's yeah. a demon. That's it. Oh, way to ruin it. Anyways. Um, <laughs> way to ru- All right. Um, so. I, I put my my water like all the way uh elsewhere and i can't reach it elsewhere the way i'm (laughs) yeah because the way i have my mic set up comment below where you think elsewhere is well i'll just say this the way i have my mic set up is i'm on the floor and i have my mic connected to a fan and if i move even slightly my deal disturb if you guys, oh, and if you also, guys can see the my, setup that zach has right now it's it's crazy wait can you somehow so take a cra- photo wait can you get george to like take a oh, photo? oh i can you? wait hold on george this is his roommate everyone um, george is, it, is well no crazy. never mind george looks surprisingly like spielberg have you ever noticed that i have it's kind of weird i think i did it hey there's oh what did I just take? I, I keep took drinking a coffee. Photo. Hopefully, it doesn't like sound disgusting. Um, I'm uh, also recording myself on the Rebel. I don't know. I sent it to you. I think. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. actually that's a good one. That's a good one. That's pretty good. We'll All use right, it. But anyways, right. uh, so in the news, uh, not at least from what I've seen. Not a lot of big news, but you know what? Maybe we're just not very good at researching. We, well, but, we researched uh, literally a minute before we go live, so... Oh, I mean, don't say the secret. Oh, sorry. We do this hours, <laughs> years before we even go on. We all of this is actually season. this is actually all scripted, by the way. Anytime someone thinks this yeah. isn't scripted, they're fools. Yeah, if they're like, they're wow, they don't know... We're really actually completely decided. But, like, um, if we... No, if we... Yeah, this actually leads up to us deciding at the end. Like we we have a big reveal so, where we decide something. Yeah, that that will be our season finale of the. Oh wait, we already had our season finale. Yeah, this is this season is two. Jail. Season anywho, debacle. anywho. So um, the big news for today is that, at least in my opinion, uh, the Happy Time Murders uh, has. That's uh have you not been seeing commercials for this? Uh no. It's like a it's a it's a raunchy version of Muppets. And it's oh, been getting yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. press. Yeah. It's been getting a lot of press, but uh it got scathing reviews. Oh really? That's yes. not good. <laughs> and it's weird, I really haven't seen in the past like any movie that has won been a really good Hollywood movie. What is it called? Hasn't gotten, it's called Happy Time Murders, and it's directed by the same guy who. Uh, it's directed by the son of Jim Henson, which oh, I imagine that. Banks. Guy, exe- oh, Elizabeth. Yeah, but like, I feel sorry Most for the guy. Friend. For I think his name is Brandon uh, Henson. The son. Yeah, I feel sorry for him because it's Brian and all Brian the re- Henson. Yeah, in all the reviews, they're like, Brian Henson, Jim Henson's son. I would be so annoyed. Like, in your 40s and 50s, he's like in his 50s, and he's still being compared to his dad, who I think died in his 60s. Oh. So, I gotta say, I'm really happy. No offense to our parents or anybody, but I like, 
there's nobody be like, hey, you're uh, you're Big Ben's son. Well, the thing hey, is, hey, why is aren't like, you selling cars? Okay, but the thing is, is he is like following in his dad's footsteps. Like, it's not like he's at least he's not like making like really raunchy movies. And people mm-hmm. are just like, this is Jim Henson's son. Like, I'm looking at the things that he's produced slash directed. It's all things that his Muppet. father... Yeah, it's Muppets. It's all Muppets. He also produced Labyrinth, I'm guessing. Oh, um, really? Yeah, sure I'm looking into this. It looks like he's mostly yeah. a producer. Um, yeah, he produced Muppets in Space. He's produced... Seems like he's mostly... I mean, I guess he owns the company. Um and then he's got the estate. He's been he directed but, Happy Times, he directed um Sid the Science Kid. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. He directed Apparently, oh, he directed the Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, so like in my opinion, I think he's got a few under his belt. Yeah, like no, he's got uh, some stuff. the uh, Muppets it's, Go to Space. As yeah. a kid, I thought that was fantastic. Well, I don't think he did that. He didn't direct it. I that. think he directed it. No, he did I'm looking it. at no. his wow. The first one he did was Muppet Christmas Carol in 92, and then he did Muppet Treasure Island in 96, when I was born. Um, See, Muppet Treasure Island, I think that was your first movie, My our parents said. Really? Yes. The first movie I remember is Tarzan. Actually, no, the, really? first, movie, the first movie I remember is um, Phantom Menace. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I would have to think a little bit. Uh, before I really truly knew what my first movie was. Anywho, so that was the news. I thought that was surprising because they have been bombarding uh, me with commercials. And I thought it could, it really could have been something great. Like, heck, who framed, in my opinion, everybody's comparing it to Meet the Feebles, which mm-hmm. is what this movie is. Uh, but I like to compare it to like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's mm-hmm. too contrast worlds there's the cartoony and then there's the real and then there's a murder uh if from like a the opposite whatever and who framed roger rabbit is fantastic yeah and funny and it's not it's that what the reviews say is like they really like their jokes were just penis and sex <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's a rabbit it's like a it's a puppet. It's a Muppet rabbit just going like, hey, I want to masturbate. It's not like a joke. It's just who's saying the joke. And that Wait, was this it. is the Jim Henson thing, or is this the Who Framed Roger Rabbit? The, this is, no, this is the Happy Time Go Murder. Oh, really? Like, their, their jokes weren't funny. It was just, hey, I'm a puppet. Let's have sex. Apparently he... apparently he appeared uh brian henson appeared in the very first episode of sesame street in a film about the number three which was directed by his father jim henson what so that was back in 1960 by the way people uh muppets were also used in the original star wars movie i mean a lot of the jim henson actually i was watching um i was listening to how did this get made it's another earwolf podcast um, by the same That's guy. also by Paul Shear. Yeah, Paul Shear and the one guy from the league. Um, Jason Ma- Manazukis. Manazukis, yeah. 
Juice Manzukis. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, and also June Diane Raphael. Um, but uh, there was an episode where they talked about Jack Frost, <laughs> and apparently it was it was done like the puppets are like Henson puppets, but this was after he oh. died. So this they're oh. like making fun of. They honestly kind of bashed on Jim Henson for a little bit. What? They kind of made fun of him. Why, why would they do that? Why would anybody make fun of Jim Henson? He's made movies and TV shows, but you know it's something he hasn't really made. Uh, music videos. Uh, oh, music yeah, videos. yeah. Forgot our topic. Unless you can't. Right, before we get into our topic, Zach, let's go to uh, an ad from our lovely uh, sponsors. Okay? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Roll it, Johnny. Hey, Bobby. Oh, hi, Jimmy. Hi, are you feeling good? I'm feeling pretty depressed, honestly. I think I'm I'm, I'm pretty sad. Oh, I well, hate being seven. Before... Well, I'm eight, and I'm also real sad. You know why? It's because I can't get on the dark web because oh. the government won't allow me to. I hate the government. I wish I could vote now. Hey, kids. Instead of voting or aging yourselves, how about I tell you I have a solution for you getting on the dark web. Oh. What's that, mister? Who is this hey. person? Oh. I'm not no person. I'm a salesman. Listen oh. to this! <laughs> Trash Can Cylinder, or TCC, is the ultimate web-based app to get you straight into the dark web with a few clicks of a mouse and an upload to your central hard drive. You can install the Trash Can Cylinder right into your computer, funneling all your desires and goodies straight to the dark web. That hey, sounds... look at me, Jimmy! Yeah, no, I'm doing it! <laughs> me I, i'm buying illegal drugs and a flamethrower thanks ha mystery man hey mystery man is this taxable what? oh is this taxable is the government gonna somehow tax me for this i'd only have 50 bucks that's where you're wrong jimmy they actually reimburse you huh me you that's also not my name, I... Is it? You're not... Yeah, no, I'm just, you know, using pronouns. You know, you, that's me. That's not a pronoun, that's a... You're a stupid kid, you know that? <laughs> Sorry about my my friend, he, he was kicked in the head by a mule. Good app, good app. Yeah, no, yeah, those were some great commercials. Mm-hmm. You mean commercial? Um, hey... S we only played one. Oh, I thought... Thank you. Yeah, that was some good commercial. Well, yeah, it, that was a good commercial. Uh, by the way, I just wanted to... Um, I know we have to get to our topic, but mm. I was looking on the interweb, and on Rolling Stones, it said, Casting Michael Cohen, the movie. Of course there's going to be a movie, right? About this whole uh, debacle that's already? going on. That's kind of soon. Yes. Well, I mean, you know, it's hot, and it's, it's fresh, and people would definitely go and see it like after this whole thing gets put to rest. And can I just tell you the three people I think who should play like I 
I could sit down and really cast all the characters, but this is who I think should play Michael Cohen. Is I think it should be a very um, uh, make-upped Michael Sarah. Because oh if God. you look at Michael Conan, he looks kind of like Michael Sarah. Wait, have you put seen on some makeup? Have you seen um, the Hot Ones with Michael Sarah? No, but you told me about it. He's, no, I, I did. Oh. Well, anyways, yeah. it's so funny. It is so funny. Um, well, I'll, I'll have to check it out. But like, I think Michael Sarah should play Michael Cohen, and I think the guy who played the farmer from Babe should play Robert Mueller. Look at a young, I forget his name, but look at him, but look at him when he's like in his 50s or 60s, and he had some hair, put in mm-hmm. some like fake hair, he could play on Robert Mahler. Like, I mean, isn't he pretty old at this point? No, that's the thing, they're the same age. Really? Basic, well, they're, um, one is I think 74, or 76, and Robert Mahler 70. The farmer, but, you know, so Robert the farmer Mahler. from Babe. Yeah, I think they look a lot alike. Uh, of course, with some makeup. Be? And then I think the person who should play um, uh, Donald Trump uh, is James actually Crom- I think it Cromwell. should. His name is James. Yeah. Cromwell. Now listen to this. I think the person who should play Donald Trump it should be a guy or some person in a green suit. And Donald Trump is CGI'd. And it's like that kind of uncanny valley CGI'd in like the Star Wars movies. Hmm. Uh, and it's voiced by like a famous voice actor. <laughs> That'd be funny. Just I, I think it would I think it would add to the creepiness and the all around cartoony nature of Donald Trump if he was played by a badly CGI'd monster basically well, then it would just become a uh become a comedy yes no uh, yeah like if i i don't think this should be a drama personally hmm. this is the, i mean at least the first movie i think the first movie to be made right out of the shoot should be a comedy the one that will be made for oscars maybe that one is a serious one and actually good this James Cromwell person, um, the, the, the person from Babe, the farmer, he actually has an interesting life. Jail. He was born... Oh, he went to jail? Yeah, but he went to jail for a good reason. He, uh, he, well, it's, I guess legally it's not good, but he wasn't paying, he, he didn't pay a fine for, uh, protesting at this chemical plant. Mm. Like he, he was, yeah, he was protesting at a chemical p- uh, plant and they fined him. And he's like, uh-uh-uh, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't, these are his exact words. He says, I shouldn't be fined, no stinking fine, for something that ain't fine. Wow, quite the rapper he was. Yeah. Um, but he was born in L.A. and raised in Manhattan, and then was uh, went to school at Pittsburgh at CMU, which is interesting. That is really interesting. Yeah, so he's kind of, yeah, see, he's sort of the guy that's perfectly raised for entertainment. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, wait. Went to CMU. I should see if he has any um in CMU's uh more um the the artsy side of their campus. Mm-hmm. They have a whole floor of people who graduated from there. Mm. Yeah, oh, like um, the Steve Bacho 
Bosco, who did uh, a few episodes of Columbo. <laughs> we and should get on that Columbo Blue. episode. There should be point. a Columbo episode. We should watch your favorite Columbo and then talk about it. Okay, but let's talk about music videos. All right, so... Yes! Um, music videos. Uh, so we just watched... Um, uh, this is Brockhampton, um, Truman, nineteen ninety-eight, um, and it's so. For those of you who don't know who Brockhampton are, they're kind of the new quote-unquote boy band. That's what they they uh, that's what they really? call themselves. Yeah, they call themselves a boy band. They don't like to be identified as like a rap group because <clears throat> they're trying to. Well, they um, are. It's. I mean that was a rap song basically. Well yeah, I mean they have like a lot of rap songs, but they 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 try to call themselves a boy band because they're trying to, you know, redefine what it means to be a boy band. Um, cuz they're all very Yeah, and I guess if you they're all very different people, like they're um like the lead person whose name is Kevin Abstract, who I'm a huge fan of. Um he uh he um uh yes he's gay and then there's a few people there it's just like they're all kind of like mixed like they're they're all very come from very different tracks of life um and they're all they're trying to be like we're all just one we're just boys you know but not like but why yeah we're talking about music videos i I brought the sorry so i went on a little tangent about brockhampton themselves the reason why i brought up this music video is it's a very interesting trend for me because a lot of the music videos that are getting attention from people our age are um these diys videos aren't really produced by major corporations um they're kind of just here's a camera do some cool stuff in post and just shoot people like in this like out like this that's basically all of their music videos by the way is like exactly like that now, I'm not, like, a huge fan of those types of music videos, because I just think a lot of times they're kind of unimaginative. They're just, um, mm-hmm. let's shoot some cool imagery and shove them together, and maybe that's what music videos are to some people. But honestly, I've never really been a fan of um, music videos. Um, mostly because, like, for me... I like... What? They're good. They're good to an extent. They're good I to actually... an extent, and I think there are times that you can. So, like for instance, there's this guy named David Myers, um, who I didn't meet, but I was on a set with him, and he directed um, the Kevin Abstract, or not the Kevin Abstract, uh, the Kendrick Lamar music video. Um, uh, what is it called? Let me just look it up. He directed well, uh, Humble. It's... He directed Humble. If you've ever seen that, um, and that music video blew me away because it has amazing, excuse me, amazing imagery, and it's a really cool music video. Um, See, I'm more of a fan of uh, music videos that tell a story. That's the other thing. Um, so, so like that music video we just saw was just a bunch of people rolling around uh, in different places, like you said, <laughs> DIY. A lot of people rolling out in different places. That's. That's interesting. Yeah, like there's a guy in a water park 
then there's some guys on the street, and then there there um, a guy in a car, and they're saying something. I don't know. Personally, rap is not my. I mean, I I would not say rap is. I I just don't. It's not my thing. Like they're saying so many words. Maybe it's my dyslexia of like taking in information. Mm. But uh, like, there's just so many words. That's being not dyslexia said, so... though. Yeah, I mean, dyslexia is a it's it it's a way of transmitting information to your brain. Ah. Uh-huh. Or maybe you know what? Maybe it's not dyslexia. Maybe it's uh, just short attention. Yeah, span. I think it's just but short rapping... attention span. But no, I also just don't like rapping. Is just a bunch of now we're just talking about rapping. Yeah, but, but it's let's just talk like about the music videos. But also, there's the music. Anyways, yes, there's the music video. Uh, this is America by Childish Gambino. That music video. Blew no, me and away. I was just, I was just about to say, I really see my. I don't like the rapping where they say things really, really fast. Like I'm gonna be in a shop and I'm gonna. How do they even Dude, do that? You should rap. I love I like I like where that rap was going. I'm gonna be in a shop. <laughs> oh, it's no, it's like the struggling rapper. So it's like woke up at three and I think I'm gonna be okay and I'm going to the shop today. If everybody's okay, I'm gonna eat some bagels. Oh no, here's my mom. Oh no, here's my dad. Everybody thinks I'm good. Everybody thinks I'm bad. Oh no. Hey, that's pretty good. Anyways. No, but yeah, I think Childish Gambino's uh, "Who, What, May, What's America?" This is America. What's up, America? This is America. This is America. I thought there were some very, you know, they say there's good and there's bad. I think there truly is. No, ah, oh, that's a whole conversation. Anyway, way I really thought that video was great. This is America. And I don't know why. I thought, yeah, I thought the music video was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I thought. His move, like the way he danced, wasn't just like random dance moves that, like, it seemed really choreographed and also apparently had some historical um, accuracy to it. Yeah, well, like, it, he was it doing, had a he lot was of doing poses from, uh, uh, from like Jim Crow photos and stuff. And it's actually yeah, directed and then mixed by, within today. It's directed by someone we brought up. Um, from season one, named Hiro um, uh, Maria. Uh, that's probably not how you pronounce his last name. We'll just Who call did, him Hiro. Uh, a few and, of the Atlanta, yeah, right? he directed Atlanta, and he's one of he is Childish Gambino's slash Donald Glover's like main director that he always uses. Yeah. Um, wow, hey, you know what? If it ain't broke, fix it. <laughs> don't buy a new one. Yeah, um, fix it. Still, yeah, keep fixing it. Keep fixing it until it is broke. Um, but uh yeah so that was a music video and i think that that music video was great because <laughs> that was a music video that was indeed a music video i've all all sources agree um but i think that was a music video that was great because it had a very specific goal in the imagery like everything came like it all had some specific reason you know like, it was really cool, like, it was just, like, the use of, like, the foreground and background, um, and, like, having specific imagery, but, like, things like the, the Brockhampton music video, it's just, that stuff kind of annoys me, because that's such an amateur way of directing a mu- mu- music video, because it... Wait, are you talking about the video that we just yeah, watched? Yeah, the one that we just watched, because 
it's it's it looks it's simple, good. It's it easy. looks good because it like you have nice cameras and you have good editing and like but it's just too many things happening that aren't together. It's just it's it's more of like a visual art than an actual enhancement of the song itself. And it's fine if you're yeah. using that sort of thing as like visual art, but I don't think it does justice to the song. And I mean, I didn't even really like the song that much anyway, so maybe that's it. But I also remember like whenever I was watching um I think this is the first time I ever realized this. I was watching a um the Lady Gaga Bad Romance music video. And yeah. I like that. I mean, I like that song. I, I'm a fan of Lady Gaga. I'm not afraid to admit. I love Well, I don't love that. I like her old stuff. Yeah, I like her like uh, her fame and fame monster days. But um I even liked uh, Heavy Metal Trash Queen or whatever. What? Heavy Metal Lover where she uh born this way oh okay yeah um but i remember watching the music video to bad romance and just being like this is not how i think of the song and i think that's one of the biggest problems with music videos is people have such a specific attachment to songs that when they see a music video especially if it's a music video for a story it can be hard to relate to the music video because in some ways it might ruin the song itself because you'll just be like this isn't how i pictured it so that's why in some ways it's safer to do more of like a art uh, like an artistic you know visual experience. well it's just a montage of like here's the band we're not gonna tell a story it's just gonna be us jumping around yeah. maybe i'll be with somebody But there has to be a middle ground maybe you know of like like uh, you know what talk Talking about Childish Gambino again, mm. I mean, there's that song where he's just in a convenience store. Or not a convenience store, he's in a restaurant. Uh, sweatpants. Yeah, and he's like, the whole entire thing is just him trying to, not even flirt, it's like a flirty, but it's also like he gets caught up in his flirtness. But even that I thought was interesting. Maybe yeah, it's because I like the song. That's, the, that's also Hero. See, maybe it's just directing. I mean, yeah, this that's, rap that's song what that you showed is. me. Well, yeah, what you showed me was yeah, just a string of videos. It didn't. It it looked nice, but really, come on. Yeah. Um. No, but uh, another a couple of other music videos that I would say kind of uh are great for the times is I mean I really enjoy trippy music videos. Mm. So Mac DeMarco's. Uh, you like Mac DeMarco? Living by the P. Are you serious? I love Mac DeMarco. I didn't know that. Wait, Mac DeMarco, Salad Days? Yeah. Hell, I think I introduced you to Mac DeMarco. No, actually, you didn't. Int- oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I I listened to Salad Days. I actually got to. I touched his hand. You touched at a, his uh, hand? Concert. Oh, yeah, because you did. went to like Bonnaroo five years in a row. Yes, sir. Well, yeah, four years and. You go to Bon. Here, here's another shout out. You go to Bonnaroo. It's like a smart. You like Chinese food, Indian food, and uh, like uh, Cambodian food. Well, don't you worry. And like, oh no, there's not a restaurant to have all of it. Well, don't worry. You can go to this restaurant and get all these great meals. That's what Bonnaroo is. It's, in my opinion, the cheaper of the concerts. 
And you can work your way through it. Yeah, Zach. Like I, I, I've never paid a single ticket. I've never paid for any of my tickets. What you do is you go there as a work, uh, as a worker, as a volunteer, and then they give you hours. But you recommend times that don't correspond with the bands you want to see. And so I got to uh, cater for these VIP people, and I actually got to uh, dance with the guy who played McLovin. Fun story about that. There's Apparently, story. Um, the guy who played McLovin, uh, whenever he was doing the, um, I learned this from the, the Hot Ones uh, with Michael Sarah. But whenever, um, who's his name? The other, the 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 fat guy who turns Jonah the, Hill. Jonah Hill. Whenever he was doing the um, audition with Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill did not like that actor, um, and he was like really? saying, like, "I don't want this guy to play McLovin." And apparently it was because the guy was just, like, too confident. <laughs> At least that's what Michael Sarah was saying. Is like, he was, like, he was funnier than Michael Sarah. Oh, Cera. he didn't seem... So, like, he was... Oh. He didn't like that he was outshining him. Um, but... Wait, who... Huh? Jonah Hill didn't like it that this other guy was outshining Michael Sarah. No, no, was outshining him. Was outshining Jonah Hill. Michael Cera didn't care. Michael Sarah oh. was like, yeah, Jonah Hill didn't like him well, at first. Well, Jonah Hill doesn't have to worry about anything anymore. Yeah, he can make a weird I mean, I 90s he... <laughs> film about skating that looks very typical. Which actually looks very much like this music video. Yeah, I mean, fish, a lot of, a lot of like... Fishbowl, lens. Like, I feel like music videos are the beginning well, be... of a lot of uh, styles. Like, that's the great thing about music videos, is you can... It's just a way to experiment... And that's why a lot of, I think, from my experience, a lot of young, like, beginning directors are making music videos. Um, yeah. Because they like music videos. Because, one, it's it's smaller budget, too. It's easier to make. It's, three it's cheaper minutes. to make. You don't have to worry about audio whatsoever. It's just visual. Um, yeah. And personally, I find that any music videos that have dialogue in it is instantly makes it worse. Um but, uh, yeah, so he, um, yeah, so many directors are doing that. I mean, that's, that's where a lot of directors get their start. Not all, but definitely a few. Um, for instance... And a lot of directors dabble in music videos. Yeah, like, they get famous and then they do music videos. Like, that's kind of what uh, P.T. Anderson did. Like, he made one music video back in, like, 94, but he wasn't really known for making music videos. He kind of just yeah. did it... To maybe pay the bill or something i don't know but once he got famous famous he made um uh boogie nights and he then started doing like music videos consistently but then there's the other yeah. the other hand there's spike jones who built his career off of just music videos um and kind of in my opinion kind of reinvented what music videos are now um and he only does... I could maybe... Well, that's why I think... I was going to say a lot of Beastie Boy music videos are kind of like what we saw there. Yeah, well, that was uh, him. But, yeah, with the fish lens eyeball. But um, another guy who started out in the uh, music uh, music business and then went on was Michael Godry. He directed uh, Internal Spotlight... In, Internal uh, spot uh, light of the 
endless mind or something yeah eternal uh sunshine of a spotless mind. i don't know yeah he did a bunch of uh music videos that actually are kind of famous i mean there's also did, david uh, fincher uh oh yeah yeah that's right he did madonna yeah i mean there's a, a lot of directors that started out that way i mean like not all actually but that definitely seems to be a thing now that like so many young like hero i feel like hero is one of the biggest up-and-coming directors um uh-huh. and he started out making music videos um well i feel like now that there's so many we live in a time when there's so many outlets for people to give their directing to People don't have to be like a film director or a TV director. You can be a, a movie director, mm-hmm. and then you can also be a music director. Like, who's the guy who just did? Uh, sorry, uh, dump. Sorry to bother you. Uh, wasn't he? A, wasn't he a music? I mean, I wouldn't be what surprised. What was his thing? Um, he was something before. Like, he was not a director, but he was a music producer or something i think he was a music producer his name is boots riley and then he uh yeah no he was a music uh founded the political hip-hop group the coop um good old coopy yeah and he was the coop was signed to emi um yeah he was in a band so i was okay so yeah he he started well that's not an example of what i'm saying but um it doesn't really seem like he did much it seems like sorry to bother you was like his first it was his first film like and right he didn't even yeah. really direct his music videos this at least lucky on, i guess i guess on on wikipedia it just seems like he's he was just in a band he's an american rapper producer screenwriter film director and community communist activist huh oh <laughs> that's interesting huh. he's a communist um, eh yeah he's a communist hmm Sailor B. He's from uh, Chicago. Anyways, we're going on. Uh, of course. But um, So, uh, here's the thing I think you brought up about music videos is, so, um, there are, like, the beat generation, the greatest generation, you know? There's all these different Wait. types. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. What? Go ahead, yeah. Well, I think you're right in the sense that back in the day, styles were started by books. Mm-hmm. And maybe, yeah, by books. Mm-hmm. Like books turned into movies, movies turned into a generate like disc, like all these countercultured stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe like I think maybe music videos is a way to start a generation. I mean, it all started with MTV. Like MTV was the thing that made music videos hip. Um, yeah, and, then- and that's where it turned in into stories. Well, actually, that's where music videos came from. Well, actually, music videos right? came from the Beatles, because the Beatles, um, no. yeah, the first. Music- oh, you mean like from the music vi- from Hard Day's Night? Yeah, from Hard Day's Night, but also like they made standalone music videos for some of their songs. Like, there's music videos that are just standalone for like Paperback Writer and um, Strawberry Fields Forever. Like, if you see some of the music videos they made, it was like the first time bands did that. Um, because since they weren't playing live anymore, they were just like, well, we still want to, you know, make some sort of visual thing for our our music. So they started making music videos. So the Beatles made music videos, at least popular, like made it a thing. But it wasn't really, um, 
something to live off of until, you know, MTV. And, I don't know. Like, they were just paving the way. They're just like, hey, MTV's not going to be made for another, you know, couple decades. Yeah, and then Paul McCartney looked at his watch and he was just like, eh, yeah, like 20 years. And he looks up. Um, so, but I also... Uh, I'm looking... Another thing about music videos... Wait, sorry, what were you going to say? Well, I was looking up, like, what was literally the first music video. And, well, you have... Oh, you... I mean, like, music videos were really stuff from movies. So you have Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend. It was musicals. That's what they called music videos, basically. Hmm. And the Beatles. And then you have stuff... And then you have, um... You know, the video killed the radio yeah song. the first one on a on at 12:01 a.m on august 1st 1981 history was made wow when mtv imagine being awake and probably being high uh while watching that like whoa no yeah you know goodbye radio <laughs> goodbye radio that's actually like an amazing music video to begin like the music video era it's kind of crazy, yeah, actually, like, the more very, I think about it. Like, that's, I mean, it's like, great the that the music to... wasn't called... Yeah, like, what happens <laughs> the song was called, like, Punky Rock Goes, like, to the Bathroom. <laughs> or it was just, like, Radio is Here to Stay. <laughs> or something. Just oh, like... yeah, just, like, silent movies are the best <laughs> kind of movies. <laughs> it was just called, like, Charlie Chaplin Rules or something. <laughs> or it was just called, like... <laughs> Because then everybody has to like go, wow, what was the first music video? Oh, it was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the joke. Was... But now, but yeah, that should, that's what, if you're about to make history, you should be a jokester and be like, let's call it the, nah, this isn't a bomb, bomb. <laughs> Anyways. So it's like, so, oh yeah, they blew up. Yeah. Okay. So any, there, there's a, um. One of the drawbacks of music videos, and this is more on like the production side, is music videos don't really get any money. You know, like not if you're starting up, music videos are purely just for artistic creation. Like most of the time, music videos and get th- and do startup. What? I mean, like you said, like it's so easy. People just start up with it. Like people want. But the, the issue not is a lot of people will give you money. There's so many. I feel like music videos are so saturated nowadays. Like so many people are making music videos, that because it is cheap and because since Spike Jones and like there's so many people who you can point to who are like big directors now who got their start on music videos. Um everyone thinks that they can just pick up a camera and make a music video and it is and it only is, time will tell it is a way and there are there's so like there's this one person named tyler mitchell um who yes. just recently graduated from nyu um and he made actually a few music videos for brockhampton and also for kevin abstract um but he in my mind is the one person that comes to mind who's like kind of famous who got his break from or got big from making music videos but he's also mm-hmm. um just took a photo for vogue with beyonce and he was the first he was the youngest person to ever shoot for vogue 
and he was the first person of color to shoot for Vogue. So really, he's kind of a big deal, Tyler Mitchell. Oh my goodness! But he he is kind of coming from that mindset of like music videos are kind of what made him. But now he's kind of just going into photography. Like he just has photos, um, which I guess is another conversation because I have a lot of mixed feelings about photos. But um, as like an art form. What do you mean by that? Oh, oh, what are you talking about? There, okay, we can't. I don't know if that's a whole section. No, it should I be. I think it's an art it form. Be. No, it is an art form, but it's also like, it's, if it, in my mind, it's also a trend. Like I think right now, a lot of people are picking up thirty-five millimeter cameras, taking photos, and being like, "This oh. is art." And I'm not <laughs> saying Tyler Mitchell is like that. I don't really know his photography that well but it's, it's, just it's like funny that you going it, on instagram and seeing so many people just the uh, same photos like the same type of photos that are all yeah. shot on film and all have like some lens flare edited into it and it's just like oh my see dope. it's that's the that's how it's I funny that you say that with music videos is like everyone is making music videos it's so saturated and a lot of the music videos look the same because a lot of people just use really intense colors. And it looks pretty, but what makes it good, you know? And mm. I don't know. It's like just making Lens something flares. look pretty doesn't make it good. Yeah, people have been watching Star Trek too much. It's funny that you should say that because uh, actually I've been going out with some people and shooting photography. Oh. And we're trying to... We're also trying to figure out what is good, so. Yeah, I mean, I, my stuff. It's a very subjective, obviously. I just, I'm always. I mean, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm a hipster in a lot of ways, in the fact that I like to. I mean, I, I'll say it. Like, I, I like to find things. New, like I like to look at things that are like, new in media. You know, like, new yeah. uses of media. Also, uh, and I. So I, I heard. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just like, I, I, I don't know. I like to, I mean, I still, like, I'm not saying music, obviously music videos as an art form is not, um, like it can be, it, it can be amazing. For instance, Childish Gambino's a new music video and like, you know, there's definitely some really cool music videos, but, uh, I think right now I, I... for young film filmmakers, Film, photography, and music videos are the trend. And yes. there are different ways to make film. It doesn't just have to be a music video, you know. Um, and I also, I hear, I hear from, sorry, I'm going on a tangent and you can talk in a second. Yeah, yeah, I'm also, my, uh, the way I'm sitting, the way I'm kind of like trapped here, my butt is falling asleep and it, I'm in pain. Ah, uh, happens to the best of us. I haven't figured out. Yes. Besides so, me. Continue. But, um, so to quench Zach's butt, butt pain, um, we'll speed this up. But I, a lot of people, I think, are afraid to write scripts because I've heard the argument a lot. Like, it's a lot harder to make a good movie if it's scripted. Um, but, so a lot of people <laughs> shy away from making scripts, scripted and narrative Wait, what? shorts because it's it's hard to make a movie if it's scripted what because i i think some people are afraid that like music video or uh, movies are hard like short narrative films are harder to make 
like it's harder to write a script than to shoot a music video that doesn't have any dialogue you know like it's easier to just oh, shoot visually and not have to worry about audio so i don't know that's one way of looking at it mm-hmm. uh but music videos yeah they are uh, a way to get into the business and i think we're i think we're kind of on the up and up when it comes to music video I don't know. Uh, but I I also, like I said, I'm more of a fan of the... Uh, actually, you know what? Not a big fan of rap, but if it's a uh, cartoon, I am there. Mm. Jewel the Run... Jewel the Runny? Uh, Jewel Running? What are they called? Jewel's Running? Running Jewel? It's like a band. It involves running and Jewel. Anyways, they did an animation recently, and it was fantastic. So I thought that was good. But anyways, that's all I have to say about music videos for now. Okay. I'm good as well. Um, and then as for a review, yeah, I guess my review would be on uh, the TV show Disenchantment, which is the new Simpsons. Oh, uh, oh the whoa, new whoa, 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 Hold up, hold up. We got to go to a commercial. What, what? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's sorry, sorry. I'm my deal. Uh, take it away. Jimmy has one job, and you just like... We pay I'm him sorry. Fifty thousand dollars. Wait, a, why are we paying him fifty thousand dollars? It's for it, but we, we we don't have any money. We own him for fifty years. Oh, so oh, wait, oh, isn't yeah. that? Wait, we own him. Yeah, we own him for fifty oh, years. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, that's not good. No, that's Sam. That's slavery. No, it's not. We're paying him. No, no, no. Well, yeah, you have to buy a slave. Yeah, but he can use the money oh, however he wants, you know? No, but we don't own... It's like he's a butler. No. Or is it... No, we. I, I put him in a no. cage, and oh, boy. he comes out uh, and pushes a button. Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy's just sitting over there, silent, <laughs> crying. Is he allowed to cry? No, but I'll, I'll whip... Oh, never mind. <laughs> Oh no. boy! Like, I'm glad I'm you sorry. get to. I'm glad you get to edit this. No, I'll, I'll I'll leave it in just because I left in some incriminating things for you later. So, anyways. what? What are you talking about? <laughs> you never listen to the podcast, so. <laughs> I I'm a, honestly I feel like if I listen to it I. <laughs> I would. It's actually it. you know how like that was so Zach Zach's first film we he ever made. Make a, his first film he ever made was this thing called... No! Like, no, no, no! That's a... Yeah. Summer of 2012. And um, there was uh, a character in the film uh, uh, who was, who was like, trying to come out, but didn't know he was gay. Um, oh. And... Yeah. <laughs> and the character... I feel like, yes. The character... What were you about to say? Well, I was going to say, I think if I ever made it big... And someone try to get me fired from a film. I think that's the only example, because that that was a movie that wasn't exactly PC. Oh yeah. Well, this was fresh out of high school. But anyways, um, but the char- the actor Still. who's playing this character, um, ha- like hated the or didn't hate but disliked the person that he was like acting alongside, um, and he was convinced that he you were just going to like you were this wasn't a movie this was just you shooting embarrassing scenes with him oh. and like forcing him to be with this actor 
And he was saying, like, yes. this better be a film because I feel like a lot of this film is just going to be me. <laughs> like, being I remember very that. uncomfortable. I forgot. And Yeah. <laughs> was... And he also didn't know what S&M was. <laughs> Which is great. I highly recommend the movie. If you go on, uh, just type in Summer of 2012 on, what's your YouTube no, channel? No, it's, it's much, uh, I don't really know. It's like Zach. It's Archie Gal. It's nah, it's hard. It's I don't even know where to find it. Honestly, I don't know where to find it anymore either. No, I've only seen it find, a few like, times. The second. No, you can find it very easily on YouTube. I I can only find the second half, and, but um, you have to type in the summer of two thousand twelve part two Zachary Ferguson. Part one, I don't know where the heck that went. I mean, no, it's on there. We had so many, really, because we've had so many unlicensed songs on there that we like we didn't pay royalties so it, it would not be uh surprising to me if it was taken down I'm anyways sure so let's it. go to control jimmy i'll go post, to commercial i'll post it on the our page whenever i find it all right go to commercial okay hey zach do you like ads uh no oh and <laughs> no and oh, but well, if there were better ads I would watch them huh well if you have really good ads let us know because this uh, is an ad for an ad uh, if you want to give us money uh, feel free to call me um, you have to find the number first um, because that shows your dedication um, but uh, we really like money um, and we would love to talk about whatever you're selling, buying, purchasing, throwing in people's faces, um, but only if it, you find our number and if Zach approves, which is a lot of uh, hurdles to cross. But and, I, and Sam has to find me to show his dedication to the program. Yeah, I also I I can only talk to him at this short interval we have. Otherwise, all communication stops. That's what the that's what they uh, they told me to do when I got out of jail. So, um, so yeah, if you have ads, um, we, you don't even have to. No, yeah, you, you kind of have to give us a little bit, of, <laughs> a little bit of money, um, because we. What are you thinking? Like fifty dollars? Yeah, you know, if you give us fifty dollars, I would, I would definitely be up to like talking about whatever. As long we don't take any ads about, um, uh, what's it called? What's the, um, the double double boilers? We don't take ads about double boilers. Oh, I thought you were going to say about, like, propaganda. No, we take propaganda money. We do? Yeah, no, if you want to do some propaganda stuff, we'll, we'll, we'll consider it. But also, you have to find our number, and you have to... Um, Zach has to approve. So it has to be propaganda yeah. that Zach likes. Yeah, which is... Oh. Um, Chocolate milk. All right, cool. Uh, thanks, Jamie. Go back to the cage. Um, anywho. Oh, he, no. He, oh, wow. That's all he does? Yeah. He's not like an audio guy. He's not an engineer. Nah, he just pushes a button. Yikes. Yeah, so anyways, um, reviews. What? What? So what's your Enchanted? Uh, Disenchanted. And it's the new Matt Groening uh, vid, uh, thing on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I give it a two out of five. The script is not 
that original. Uh, the characters aren't that funny. And they're also weirdly trying to make it serious. Like, a lot of, a lot of the parts are serious. No, oh. not like... I mean, some of it is ridiculous. But then they'll put in parts where it's not... It's not... Um, where it's... Yeah, it's trying to be serious. And I, I don't really like that. So, yeah, I give it a... A good old... You know. Oh, yeah, you're right. I can only find Summer of 2012 Part 2. Yeah, I don't know where Part 1 is. Do you want to repost it? <laughs> sure. Oh, where's Part 1? Um, anyways, uh, so you do your part. <sighs> Movies I've watched recently. Actually, we just watched... Um... Yeah, I can put up the trailer, though. Um, the trailer's still on. Um... Oh, uh... I just watched. Wait, where could you send me a? Could you send send me the link to the trailer? Because if, yeah, because the trailer has the where the YouTube, like stuff is. No, but it's not on your dude. I think it was disabled. Um, do <sighs> you have the original? Do you have it still on DVD or I have, something? I have it on DVD. I do. Okay, then you should like keep on to that. <laughs> like, put it. You should get, like, a way to, like, secure it somehow. I don't know. Yeah, no, it was a lot of work to do, so I will. No, you should... I really uh, like the film. Anyways. I honestly think it's a really good film. Um, I think it's a, I think it's good for what it was. Like, low budget, not, you know, none of our people were actors. We had a flip camera. We didn't have any audio. It's also... It's probably uh, just because of, like, the time. Because there was a girl in the film who, um... I was in love with, um, uh, who shall not be named. Um, her name rhymes with Marimama Mang. Um, oh, she was in the film. She wasn't in. She the was f- like at the party scene. Yeah, but that party scene, I was so. So this is. Imagine this is the scene. Zach and my brother, or <laughs> my brother Zach. Yep. And his friend AJ Golio, who are now also shooting another movie. Um, uh-huh. High school. You were seniors at the time, or you were about to be seniors, and uh, you... It was the only party I ever threw, Yeah, and you threw, and I could not enjoy it. But it was so great, because it was like a pretty typical like high school end-of-the-year party, and yeah, it was great. I was invited, and I was a sophomore, or I was going to be a sophomore, and I was hanging out with a bunch of seniors, and... It was like my first party, and it was great because it was all just for a film. So it was like this really great experience for me because I was like really young, and like my first party was like doing something that not only was a cool being at a cool party, but also it was like it had a it pool. Was, it had a pool. Yeah, it had a pool. But also it was like I was one of the stars in this movie that you guys were making. So mm-hmm. I felt really. You know, and it was really cool because, like, everyone there was, like, knew that this was for a movie. And, like, everyone there was, like, trying to, like, be a part of it whenever they could. But, like, they couldn't. And Um, also, like, we told them to just have a good time. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, AJ and I, yeah, could not. I I, I guess there was, uh, like, his parents were upstairs. But I guess, actually, I shouldn't be saying this on. It was a good time. No, I'll say it. There was, um people doing drinking 
Yeah, it was like, from what and, I understood, uh, it was like a food truck. Like, people would, like, there was different stuff in different people's cars. Yeah. Like, if you wanted to get high, you would go in this car. If you wanted to get drunk, you would get in this car. Or actually, it may have been in the same car. But yeah, people were drinking at the party. Yeah. Which, I mean, is... At just, this high school party. This high school cool film party. Anyways, um, my review... But that was also a good time because there was this girl who I was in, in love with at this point um, who was at this party scene. And uh, I didn't talk to her because I was a shy little high schooler. But I... Really? I thought you guys... No. Oh, that's it. Oh. We were never... Yeah, okay, anyways. We were, we're going... Also, oh, we yes. weren't really ever friends until... Um, uh, to like junior After year. After the party. To like junior year. Before that, we were kind of just like casual acquaintances. But, anyways, I was I was in love with her from afar at that well, party. But yes, so so a movie you saw. So a movie I saw recently. It's a movie that I've I've seen before. Um, but I forced, kind of forced, but somewhat forced my girlfriend to watch it last night. Um, it's called Seven. Um. Oh, by David Fincher. Yeah, great. Which I great movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it in. It's been a long time, um, but it holds up. And the weird thing is, like that film, the writer of that film, that was really the only thing he ever wrote. Um, and it's such a good film. Like it's so good, because it's 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 one of those things where it's like it's perfect for a f- like the for two hours. Because it doesn't mm-hmm. dive deeply into the people's, like, lives and stuff. It's, like, very surface level, kind of all around. But it's all really about the setting. And also, the world that they live in is kind of abstract. Like, it doesn't feel like this is an actual world. And they never specify where they are. They never say, this is New York. They never say, like, what the location is. Um, so... It's just like a really great, amazingly written film, um, and wonderfully acted, and, also, and all that. So, jazz. like the, the famous ending, which I'm not going to ruin. Um, it was there's. It's really cool, like watching it and knowing how it ends, because there's so yeah. many like, okay, spoils, spoils, spoils. If you haven't seen the film, go turn it off, uh, and my. My butt hurts so much. So anyways, um, so I was watching it, and you know, like, how it ends with the head in the box, and, um... Yes. Rewatching it, knowing that that's gonna happen, the scene, he, like, brings up his wife so many times before they, like, head out. Like, he says it, like, three or four times, like, I'm, my, my wife's gonna be mad at me for being late, and, like, my wife's gonna, and, like, he just keeps on bringing up his wife more so than any other point in the film. And I thought that was so cool. And also the scene at the end where, like, Brad Pitt finds out his wife was decapitated. His yes. his reaction to that knowing this is so incredible because it, like, it looks like he's up, like, gagging. Like, he says, like, he keeps on saying, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's, like, such an, no, yeah. an amazingly acted I, I, film. Like, he's, like, throwing, like, he's, it, like, it looks like he's up throwing up but nothing's coming out like that's what his acting and i wonder if that was his choice or if that was david fincher but whatever it was it was amazingly like that's how it should have been acted like of just receiving the worst news you'll ever receive in your life and like he's just like 
Ah, it's so great. And then there's the one scene where, like, yeah, th- the, the, um, the person forces this guy to put on a, uh, like, a strap-on that's, like, a knife. Yeah. And Isn't that somebody famous? I don't, yeah, I, he, I recognized him, but I don't know. But his acting as well was also incredible um, whenever he was, like, talking about it. Anyways, such an amazing film. Great movie. And Go see Seven and don't waste uh, your time with this. Well, it's not a waste of time, but, yeah, go see Disenchantment, I guess, nah. if you want. Go see Seven first. Okay, uh, adios, and uh, see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.